Welcome to Film Study in All-American Universe podcast, because we're talking about homecoming today. (laughs) But yeah, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment, rate the podcast five stars, that whole, that whole deal. Uh, Today, me and Kelvin, aka Kofi on Twitter, we're going to be talking about All-American Homecoming episode 205, No More Drama. And yeah, here here's our thoughts, uh, and we'd love if you'd share your thoughts with us in the comments. So hope that you enjoy it. All right, what would you what would you rate? What would you rate this this episode? We, by the way, did not did not get no more drama. The song that that Mary J. Blige has, <laughs> so we did not hear that in the episode. <laughs> but what did you think? What did you think overall about about this this one? This was, I think, was a solid episode. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, based on the Discord that I read on the timeline, <laughs> there were certain parts that people were like saying, huh? But overall, I got a pretty good vibe from this episode. I'm a, I gave it a solid eight. It was a really, really good episode. I, I really? Yeah. I'm surprised you heard drama. I, maybe I just was not hearing about the drama um but yeah that's really that's really funny i didn't i didn't hear any drama i heard more drama from <clears throat> the the flagship the flagship show yeah, which I, i'm sure if you're listening you might be listening to this after you listen to my review of that one but yeah <laughs> yeah i i get yeah we, we saw that uh i'm gonna save my thoughts on that i can't share this is about homecoming oh, it's so, about homecoming exactly so i'll put my thoughts on that in the comment section on that video once we're done. <laughs> but, right yeah the, the part about the drama i mean there's one particular part in there where we'll get to it when we get to it that okay. they just thought good. was pretty cringy but other than that okay. i thought that from what i got most people were riding riding with this episode so yeah yeah good. yeah no i i enjoyed it as well i think um it was a i'm going to probably rate it a 7 yeah around a 7 i want to say like a 6.9ish 7 <laughs> i don't know why i'm feeling the the point 9 and not giving it the full 7 but it it was it was a pretty i, I think it was a pretty solid episode it wasn't like any like i couldn't say it was amazing but it you know it was pretty good it was pretty good i think this is the first time by the way that i've had a guest who has rated the the episode higher than i have so like congratulations to you uh yeah because i liked it i mean i the heaviness of the last episode which i thought was beautiful i that one is uh, 10 out of 10 for me so that was a great yeah. episode it was really good it was really so good. so it was gonna be kind of hard to how do you follow up on that when you're dealing with such a serious topic but i think in my opinion based on what i saw i think this was really really good follow-up so yeah, yeah. that's why i gave it an eight i think i think the reason why it is like a near seven for me slash it's like a seven near seven for me is because i felt like they did a better job of like balancing last week's episode almost which is really odd i don't know it was i just feel like the for this being an episode where it was about sort of black joy and i appreciate that they took the time and we'll get to it when we get to it but took the time to to sort of highlight mental health after an experience like that 
it still like it just it felt it almost felt like heavier than the last episode which is odd which uh, sort of makes sense depending on what they're going through but I, I guess I just expected I had a little bit of a different expectation which is it just doesn't normally sort of catch me off guard with that but it, it did this week so uh, that's probably that's probably why I rated uh, a seven but getting into it like we saw the the start of the episode is like students sort of struggling to get through classes they're reeling from obviously the shelter in place order and the bomb threat that happened in the last the last episode uh and so amara who again is is now the president uh says that you know everybody is going to get a mental health day uh and that it was her error for not doing this before but you know they were going to spend some resources so that everybody can just take a day to take care of themselves engage in self-care and sort of reflect and 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 reel from the events that happened on campus in the episode before and i guess it was sort of maybe like a couple of days or a day or so uh before so cancels class. Uh, I remember thinking about this in the predictions, but I said, I hope that Amara takes time for herself and she really did it. And so she, she gave sort of everybody the self-care day and she was sort of on the phone with donors. Uh, and you know, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a catch 22 situation. Cause that is her job. You know, president can't really take off, but she spent the whole day sort of just trying to reinforce sort of protection for the students and, and, um, and getting sort of more resources for for like mental health as well on campus and talking to the donors and you know Ralph came in and checked on her a couple times uh as well brought her food and everything but I think by the end of the day she did she did get like a little bit of of comfort because she sort of was one of the last people to visit the the wellness tent that they had set up for students to go into um and she she and and Simone ended that uh sort of bouncing around on the on the bounce house which I enjoyed I enjoyed it it was reminding me of um uh, when I was in college when we would have uh uh like final exam week especially for the spring semester they would always sort of have this like self-care type of deal like they would have like a small petting zoo they would have like bounce houses or whatever and just things to get get our mind off of exams and things to to help self-care obviously this was a very different situation and a more dramatic situation but it it them bouncing at the bounce house simone and amara at the end of that reminded me reminded me of that so what did you think of that story so for amara specifically uh i thought it was it was really really dope um like you said she was just trying to uh you know give the students what they need because we just got to keep it real that was a very very traumatic experience for everybody okay right. and you know it, it, the easy thing to do is just to act like it's it doesn't happen but just do business as usual but it it she saw that it was having a negative effect on students. So as a proper president, she gave them the proper mental health day that, you know, they, these people needed. Now, I would wish she would have, um, like you said, it's a kind of a catch-22. You can't really just, you know, you can't take a break because, you know, you're obviously the president of the school. But I did appreciate Ralph, you know, coming in, giving her food and telling her to come outside and see the work she's been able to do because of this. And, you know, it was it was really, really awesome. And it was kind of cute at the end when Simone and Amara were <laughs> enjoying the bounce house because 
Amara had told Simone earlier in this episode that she didn't want it. She wanted her to focus on having fun instead of, you know, trying to check yeah, in on her. So exactly. It kind of tied that thing, you know, back. So I really, really appreciated it. Same here. Same here. Yeah. Um, someone who who also had a little fun <laughs> this episode, or at least tried to, <laughs> was uh, JR. Uh, JR and Gabby, which it was really interesting to me, the story, and I'll get your thoughts on it first. But JR spent the episode trying to prove that he could be in a in a casual dating phase <laughs> to say the least right and uh, that he's not he doesn't just have to be a relationship man or a man who's like stays in relationships but he can casually date he can he can do a little he can do a little phase a little phase here and there so what did you what did you think about that what did you think about Gabby trying to help him do that uh and him failing a little bit him I failing a little was- bit I think it was funny. I think this is she's putting on game because I think she's feeling Jr. Me yeah. too. I was yeah. like, "Why are you telling this man?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are I mean, you telling this man to go over? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the interior motives are, but yeah, I felt that you know it, it was it was kind of cute and funny. And I can't fault Jr. for wanting to be a relationship type of brother because he, I think it was in the, I think the episode when he and Gabby, you know, interacted when she was, he was getting all these girls was hollering at him. What's up, JR? Or, you know, good luck at the baseball thing. He's like, game. she's like, yo, I, he specifically, I am just a one relationship type of man. I am a relationship type of brother. So, you know, we don't, we don't normally get those type of guys. And you know, most dudes don't like to be in committed relationships. They like to, you know, just, you know, have fun, be casual, just, I like girls, nothing too serious. But Jr. is the type of cat that really wants to, you know, settle down with, you know, one woman. But I did find it hilarious that all, <laughs> even him trying to be nice, <laughs> it came across as he still was trying to end up getting the girls thought that they were trying to, you know, date him and stuff. So it was kind of funny. I did appreciate at the end when he took off his shirt. <laughs> that one right. part was freaking hilarious and i think yeah gabby was i saw her facial expression she liked what she was seeing so i don't know why you're trying know. to say that she, <laughs> she she seemed to be genuinely helping him which is which is really funny to me because i did think that they you know they went on a date they had a little something going on but she genuinely was just like no i'm gonna help you i'm gonna help you date around i'm gonna help you sleep around jr so like it's very, very interesting, but I'm ex- excited to see sort of where their story goes. Their story goes uh, next, for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, I, yeah I definitely think they're going to be together. We can talk about this in predictions, but I get a sense that because in one of the synopsis, Cam is trying to set him up with someone. So my guess is that's probably going to be Gabby. So we'll see what happens. We will. We will. And yeah, we'll talk about it when we get to predictions. Um, so speaking of Cam, though, <laughs> that was a perfect segue. I didn't even plan that. Uh, but speaking of Cam, Cam is struggling hard. Of course, he is the one who received the phone call about the bomb threat and then had the FBI sort of treat him like he was the the instigator, that it was a prank or that he, you know, he was responsible uh, for this. Uh, and 
again, he's just having a really, really tough time throughout the episode. Keisha tries to check on him, but she has her own things going on because the dance professor that she's already had sort of trouble with is now not letting the dance students uh, have the day off. They're just like, we don't have days off in dance, not not here. Um, and so while she's dealing with that and, you know, she and her professor get into a whole little thing. She, her professor overhears her telling Simone that it, it's tone deaf to have the students in a dance class and not at least, you know, uh, give art to their fellow, to their fellow classmates or whatever. So her dance professor ends up asking her to choreograph a dance. Um, it goes well. Um, it goes well. It goes over well the students. Uh, but her professor sort of ends that and she seems shaken up a, a bit about it but her professor ends that with saying like like essentially don't ever challenge me again don't ever call me tone death again um or you'll be dropped from this from this major um so anyway so while Keisha's dealing with all that uh cam is not dealing with anything and sort of trying to conceal his emotions ralph comes to him tries to interview him he sort of goes off on ralph he's avoiding marcus who literally i'm sorry this was funny that was a serious moment but marcus literally like running after cam like two or three times <laughs> trying to help him being like nah man you fit it except my help <laughs> yeah because yeah, he sees the young man is struggling so. And he sees the again. It, it it was a very serious moment. I'm glad he did it. It was just really funny to physically watch him run after Cam. Um, but Marcus essentially, when he finally does catch up with Cam, says like, "You can't, you know, can't keep this in. You have to like let people know what you're feeling. You have to talk someone. You have to talk through this with somebody because you went through." Uh, a traumatic experience and so at the end of all of that marcus sort of encourages him to call um the family you know the family who attends family dinners maybe minus the uh, and they all come after getting his sos t and damon had a small conversation earlier but damon wasn't really able to sort of get through to him uh fully but he finally sort of accepts accepts help and then tells the group that he's still dealing with uh this uh, this trauma that he experienced and so they all decide to go to the wellness tent together um to to talk to a therapist and so that's how that that ended but what did you think about cam and keisha in this episode well you i had heard in previous podcasts you had been complaining that you kind of want their stories to kind of divulge and separate they don't need to always be tied together so absolutely so i was glad they had to, to yeah i was glad that <laughs> yeah. they were separated for the majority of this <laughs> yeah so you got your wish um i did yeah i felt bad for cam and this one this part of the story hit so hard because when he said yeah. that we can't go nowhere i felt that. yeah and you know let's let just keep it real he's a young black male i'm a young black male so the, i i a dark skin black man man at that you know it's, yeah. it's very intense yeah yeah same as me I, like there were times where i felt that too you know and it it's just it's just hard man because you feel like you you hear the voice of hate right and you you want to put on a front that you're good and cam is a tough guy because we've known him since the beginning days of all america he's confident he's He's, he can right. be such a, uh, he can be a, uh, arrogant, you know, but, you know, nothing really shakes him, but this kind of shook him to his core and he's trying to play it off as, nah, I'm good, but you're not good. So I appreciated that Marcus of all people, it was perfect for him because 
We know what Marcus has gone through with his home mental health struggles. We yeah. saw it in full display. Uh, uh, last season, quick side note, I'm glad he did apologize to Ralph, and Ralph was like, dude, you weren't Yeah, very happy about that. Yeah, Yeah. so that, so props for Marcus for that. So yeah, I'm glad that, you know, Marcus was there to, you know, tell him, hey man, it's okay. Well, you can, you can do that. And, you know, it, there's a, it's kind of a stigma, like, especially for black men, that we don't want to show our emotions. Like, we always mm-hmm. want to just try to put on a mask and just try and tough it out but it's okay to let it out okay exactly it's not a sign of weakness so and you know i really really appreciated that story so no cam i agree yeah cam's doing wonders man i mean who would have thought after how we met him in all american as spencer's rival so now he's like his own man on this show and he's like a completely different I mean, he still keeps some of the same qualities, but he there's more to them. He, there's depth there, and I really, really appreciated that. So, yeah, yeah, no, I I agree, and I think I like that they've tied in uh, Marcus because I think Marcus has a t- and he Marcus ended up as they went through the to the wellness tent. Marcus ended up calling his therapist, which I believe is a black man, and I think that they said that early on in the season. Um, in like the first or second episode. And so to see uh, him coming through his situation that we saw at the end of season one to gaining the confidence to sort of get back into coaching to then identifying these signs in cam that he saw in himself, uh, even though they were going through different situations and to be so persistent. And I think, um, yeah, just to be so persistent in that, uh, wanting to wanting to help Cam and and actually you know finally getting through to him about this uh, about needing to talk to someone I think is really really important and like you said it is a it is a bit of a taboo topic in the black community and specifically around black men so this was a really important I think important thing for them to show on television because we don't get to see it often. Um, and we know All American does a good job with that. Like they did it with Spencer, uh, sort of introducing that in in epi- uh, in season three. Uh, and so it's really nice that we see this sort of full fruition of of like not just not just one person, but sort of this whole you know Marcus and and Cam and and Damon and you know extending to the whole group of friends, Simone and 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 Keisha uh, as well. Uh, Nate wasn't present for this episode, and uh, I think Jr. was there as well, uh, and Thea was talking to her mom so uh but essentially the full group the full group of them going um and taking their mental health seriously i really appreciated it another note quickly on cam something that i've also uh been wanting to see besides sort of cam and keisha getting these separated storylines is an indication on where cam and simone are uh, in terms of their acquaintanceship or friendship or whatever you want to call it because they are the two connections right they're the two connections back to all american and so mm-hmm. i was really because i was just like are they friends like what's what's happening here they like literally barely interact um and i'm so glad that the writers finally clarified that that they're just like yeah we're cool because of keisha and <laughs> <laughs> we're not yeah. really like we not really we not really yeah. gonna hang out and again i prefer they state that on the show and now i'm like okay now i know we're not gonna get like sort of cam and simone content which is fine i just wanted them to clarify that and so i'm glad that they took this took this step to to clarify that um 
And then speaking of Simone, Simone was going through her own little thing uh, in terms of really not as Lando put it, (laughs) as Lando put it, like she doesn't know how to have fun. Her life is all about tennis right now, right? Her life, you know, tennis and baby Shay, um, it used to be, you know, Jordan used to be included in that. We know what that, how that story sort of ended and concluded, but Right now, she's sort of all about being uh, a mom to Shay, uh, and and all about sort of getting back on track with tennis and and not much else. And so it starts off with her waking a, a snoring Lando up <laughs> and saying, "I got a no sleepover policy, honey. I gotta, you know what this is. You can get out. You can get, you can get on my bed after uh, after they ended where they ended." Um, in the last episode. Uh, and so Lando sort of spends this whole episode trying to get Simone to hang out with him. Um, she also says that calling them friends is a stretch because I was just like, I've been operating under the assumption that they are friends, at least when she invited him to family dinner. I feel like that's a very friend-coded thing to do. Yeah. It seems like they've developed a little friends with benefits situation. So it's really surprising that she's like, oh, it's a stretch uh, to call us friends. But nevertheless, he persisted. <laughs> nevertheless, he persisted. And as we mentioned, uh, Amara, after Simone tries to check on her, tells her to take the day off and ha- have fun. And so then she goes to the, I think it's like the West Campus Library and, and meets Lando and is looking at a painting that happened to be done by by Lando's mother. And they have a bit of a conversation and she finally sort of decides to hang out with him, you know, after he finds out that she had never taken the freshman, the freshman tour. And so they hang out. He is still just like, you're still, you know, we've done this little fun thing, but you're still not really trying to have fun. She little she sort of regresses a little bit back to trying to go to the tennis courts and focus on tennis. But after seeing sort of how dedicated Thea is, she's just like, maybe, maybe I am learning what not to do. Maybe I do need to. (laughs) Maybe I do need to focus on some things other than than tennis. Uh, And so she goes uh, to a sorority booth that she had blown off before. And I think this is going to be her introduction to sorority life, which we'll get into that with predictions. But, you know, essentially it's just like I I need friends outside of tennis and I need to, you know, develop a community outside of my small community of friends. And so she then apologizes to Lando. And and like we said, they have a cute little moment at at the party at the end of the episode. And then she goes and ends her day with Amara in the in the bounce house. And uh, yeah, I think I really, I think I really enjoyed this this journey in this episode for Simone as far as her learning to to develop a balance because I don't think she ever had challenges with this with this balance in All American, or at least not that I could see on the surface. And I just love when they sort of make a point to you know, show us the differences between Simone in, in LA and Simone in Atlanta on her own, on her own turf. And when it's sort of a different environment, when she's not necessarily like as, um, as uh, uh, she's still assertive, but I, I really don't know how to, but she's more, you know, she, she has less of a guard up, I think in, 
in Atlanta than she does in LA. And I think that gives us the opportunity to see her in a more fuller, fuller light. But what did you think about that? It was really, really good. You know, like you said, um, I appreciated Lando not being too pressed about the fact that she, that she blew him off. Like you Period. said, of course, yeah. at the end of the episode, he's like, that's all I wanted to do for you. Whatever to do for you to find peace. I'm telling you, man, Lando's gonna be a problem. So we gonna we gonna get into it. <laughs> and I'm here for it. <laughs> we gonna get I'm into. I'm here it. for We're it. We gonna get into it. Prediction. Side note: I like how he gagged Damon. <laughs> he was I was gonna up. bring that up. I was gonna bring that up. Uh, Damon, you know, as he's leaving Simone's room, yeah, Damon yeah, can't see that, so. but he's going to the elevator, getting in the elevator, and yeah, Damon says like, I don't remember. I don't remember you living in this oh, this yeah. dorm uh, this dorm hall, and he's just like, I don't remember it being any of your business where yeah. i live <laughs> yeah that's so i uh, loved it i loved it yeah. and a quick quick note on that real quick is that typically i i've said this before is that all americans sort of makes it uh in the, this is counting the entire universe i think thus far has sort of made it sort of abundantly clear who is and isn't supposed to be together especially as it relates to the, the younger the younger uh adults um and mm-hmm. so it's actually nice to see a triangle that's that's giving some competition like that's giving yeah, some competition because yeah. i think the other you know the other let's say like three four times that we've had this before including damon and thea including yeah. damon and thea have just not you know you know that it's not like this is not gonna last and you know who their person is yeah. um so that this is really exciting to me that they're they're actually you know it's some competition competition yeah. here. I appreciate it. it it's going to be some fun TV. So, and going back to Simone, you know, I, like I, I like what they're doing with her character. We actually get an appearance again from Aquila, Jr's ex, who, who's part of that sorority life. So we're going to see, you know, after going initially after she blows him off, her off for the Manny pedicure, but then what she goes through during the course of the day, you know, she decides to, you know, listen to what her auntie said and have that, you know, relaxing, you know, day. And I think it was brilliant for them to mirror her story with Thea's story in terms of when they actually meet on the tennis field when they're trying to, because we get the sense that both of them want to be the best at the, at the sport, okay? There's no yeah. denying that. But I think Thea wants it a little bit more, and she's, like, determined almost to this point of obsessed. You know what I mean? While Simone is kind of, well, she's she has that same dedication, but she tends to realize that I can still do that, but I also can find balance and, you know, do other things. You know what I mean? So it, it was a good dichotomy there. So I appreciated what the writers were trying to say with both of those. So it, it makes here. sense. And yeah, you know, it she she had some, you know, the her... She all, I'll give Simone this. She always comes through with the one-liners. It's like, oh, Lando strikes up extra. So what are we? You're just Lando. So Literally. <laughs> so it's like, you know what? And he's given like, yeah, I'm trying to, I just don't want it to be what we're doing. I'm trying to holler, like, what's up? You know what I mean? And she's like giving him the Heisman. So it's going to be fun to see that banter <laughs> as the episodes go. So. It is yeah. going to be fun. And I think it's going to be even more interesting to see, um, you know, 
this because to that point like i have been very surprised to see how even even though it is like a sort of like friends with benefits situation like they're just you're just having fun it's very very casual was very surprised to see her so uh so blocking of him and i think that's gonna be interesting as we you know as they start you know simone and damon have sort of been around each other and not around each other uh, mm-hmm. in the same way like they've spent a lot of time apart so far this season so it'll be interesting when we see again more of damon's reaction to lando and i think more of simone's reaction to the two of them right because her feelings for damon didn't just go away um um sure i'm certain they are still there so it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic shakes out in the in the future as well as like simone finding a balance again so we'll get we'll get to that in predictions but yeah it's very excited and and happy to see simone's storyline in this episode and then (laughs) 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 maybe this is what you're talking about maybe this is the controversy and then David and Thea, what's interesting about this is like usually Damon has drama, right? The drama is surrounding Damon, it's surrounding his family, it's surrounding his adoption, it's surrounding his, you know, father, his biological father. But Damon had no drama in this episode. And in in fact, he was playing mediator for much of the episode, which was very different than how we've seen him before in the the drama the family drama that we got and that we usually uh tend to get with damon actually centered around thea this time uh i saw a tweet that said to intro this damon could ask thea like how are you and she'd be like why are you asking how i am (laughs) (laughs) yep i saw that tweet too and it's like Um. i I enjoy Thea. I appreciate Thea as a character. And listen, I'm not going to go into all of my thoughts on this pairing because I'm sure if you're listening to this, you have probably heard my thoughts on yeah, this pairing Yeah, so and you're probably going to be shocked about my opinion about this once we get into it. So, Are you a shipper? Are you a, D- are you a Damon and Thea, a Dia shipper? They're starting to grow on me. Okay. Really? Is it, it, it's it's a case. It's a case of the writers being like, "You will." It's the it's the adoption <laughs> thing all over again. Like, you will respect this storyline. Yeah. You will give yeah. it its it, just due. I mean, this, at least in this episode, they're growing on me. Okay, I mean, like because I, we had talked about this, and when we did our character breakdown journey for Asher, that I don't particularly pay attention to the ships on the all-american universe and yeah i watch right. it but you know but this one but i can't lie they they were given vibes you know and <laughs> and it, no, now, I respect now it. it'll I be respect interesting it. it'll be interesting we'll talk more about any predictions when you know damon and Nebedy finds out about the situation between lando and simone then and i have some theories about that but you know i, I didn't I I didn't hate Damon and Theo in this episode. I thought they I thought it was cute. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like, I did know. not hate them together in this episode again. I think going back to that tweet, I think there's something to be said about how 
difficult it is for them to communicate at times but i actually really appreciated damon sort of playing the mediator and not being sort of the center of the family drama for once but to to get into it thea's mom uh is visiting and she essentially (laughs) surprise surprise which this is the aggressive twist uh that i was that i was that i predicted that i was hinting at uh is it (laughs) thea's uh parents didn't donate the tennis courts thea hates her mom her parents didn't donate the tennis courts and she spent the her life growing up with her family which i assume with her her grandparents and so i assume that's the grandparents that you know that's the family that Damon was sort of hanging out around around the holidays because he didn't know her mom when she came and so it was really funny because when when Mama Mays first came out I was just like not you referring to yourself in third person I didn't she it took it took her sort of the episode to grow on me I'm still not a thousand percent how I feel about her but it was I feel like as the episode went on I sort of understood her as a mother more and so she is sort of sort of overbearing you know asked damon about thea was checking in on her etc etc but what i loved is that after sort of this whole episode of them bickering especially sort of on thea's part um between her and thea that after damon sort of gives this speech to her and uh, convinces her mom to stay and not leave after hearing that Thea sort of lied about donating the donating the money. That she and Thea have this really really great conversation about mm-hmm. Thea sort of reconsidering her priorities and saying that I was so obsessed with tennis, right? Like you said, that merge of storylines and the uh, the parallel and the mirroring of the storylines between Simone and Thea, and them sort of showing each other that like maybe tennis shouldn't be our life and even though we are trying to be the best like we should take time to consider our families consider those who we're closest to consider those we love though that last one is like nah there's an asterisk besides that one (sighs) i'm sorry it's true we'll get it we'll get to it at the end we'll get to it at the end but you know we should be considering all of these things especially against the backdrop of what just happened to us and the backdrop of this uh of this uh bomb threat where we're really reconsidering our priorities and what's important to us and so that was that was interesting and so another part of this story was that thea hadn't sort of said i love you since they they had said it uh after after the uh, bomb threat cam ended up being a dia shipper which i don't know how i feel about that but what are your thoughts appreciate that cam and damon had a scene together uh, can we? Because they literally never have any scenes together. I was very pleased, but also yeah. I was just like, where has this been? <laughs> Period. Yeah. Um, so yes, I do appreciate that. But what did you think about what did you think about Damon and Thea, like overall? I know that you said that you shipped them and that they grew on you, but uh, especially how she ended the the episode sort of singing for him to demonstrate her. That was the part love. where people <laughs> that, was, that was the part that people were like exploding on the timeline i mean i saw your tweet about Thea. <laughs> looks like yeah. she yeah. first of all camille has an amazing voice let's yeah. get that straight camille I has remember, an amazing voice yeah, i do i've been a fan of hers this is a fun fact like 
I got introduced to her from the 22nd season of the Power Rangers franchise. I was literally going to say, was it Power Rangers? <laughs> yeah, because she was the first Black Pink Ranger. So she's Whoa. like, yeah. So like for that, like I'm I'm a fan of that series. You know, um, don't judge me. But that for that alone, that's, <laughs> that, that's that's a she goes down in the pantheon for me. So, but aside from that, Damon and Thea. I mean, like I said, I I liked it. I liked that Damon, like you said, was playing the mediator. He was trying to make a concerted effort to let, you know, her mother know that, yeah, your daughter's been through a lot, but, you know, she's got a good support system here. Don't know, and friends. Don't know how I feel about the friends part. I mean, aside from Nate, I know that her and Nate are cool. Don't know so much about her and Keisha, but most yeah, I was just I, like, who's who's like, <laughs> Thea ain't got no friends. That was a whole storyline uh, last it, season, and now they're right, trying to. But, yeah, you know. but for the most part, they they do care about each other. So yeah. I got that sense from that. And you know, whether we think that they're gonna last or not, Damon seemed kind of pressed about the fact that Thea hadn't said "I loved you" back or hadn't like mentioned it since they said it. I mean, there was a he talked to Jr. about it. He, like you said, he went to Cam and talked about it. So it was, it, it, he said it first. So in his mind, it, it kind of, he was kind of in his, you know, feelings about that. So, but, you know, this, the whole singing thing, I thought, uh, it was sweet, man. I, I did have a little smile on my face. Now, I've been seeing some memes, <laughs> some memes on Twitter before we started hopping on. That about his face at the end when he was clapping and, and most oh, people said yeah. that was that wasn't that wasn't Damon that was Peyton Alex Smith so I was like <laughs> I kind of laughed at I laughed at that hilarious. but yeah but here's you know, the thing here's yeah. the thing about the ending the yeah. ending song and the ending like that whole storyline surrounding their I love yous yeah. clearly Damon just spent the last episode before telling Thea he loved her. He sent a text to Simone that said, you know, this is not the end of our story. Yep. Be that, you know, people can make their own conclusions whether they think that was romantic or not. But I'm going to say it was romantic, given mm. the history. Yeah. And then you have this very same episode. He's questioning why Lando is in the dorm. Like, uh, obviously, he doesn't know. But, you know, yeah, there was some inklings there. And so it's completely fair to say, again, you're having this this couple say things to each other that in my opinion really what i talked about with carmen last week they don't really mean like they want to mean these things but the context of it is is that they're just they're just sort of together out of convenience um and so while i appreciated um hearing camille sing because she was great uh this pairing this pairing getting her getting getting best part (laughs) Uh, I get it. I, I'll I'll be honest. I to my opinion, I think at least from Thea's point of view, she really really likes Damon. I, I, I think they leave. like each other yeah. for sure. For sure, Damon's is where there's a little bit of gray area because, like you said, there's this unresolved feelings that she has for Simone, and it, it's just and it's set enough for heartbreak because even in um, when she was talking about to her mother about everybody who ends up loving me or letting me down or something or leaving me, and I was like, "Ooh, this could be. It's like, uh, it's like 
that that was her mindset. And it was almost, I don't want to say it's the same as what was going on on All American between Spencer, Liv, and Layla, but it it it's kind of like that. But we we it might be they might go there or they might not go there. Yeah, we just we just don't know. You know what I mean? And it's it, I sometimes I just. I throw my hands up and say, you know what, we'll just, I'll take whatever it is, you know what I mean, and it's, it's weird, because right after I watched the episode, I, I actually went on the Twitter space when we talked about it, and I put the question out there about what is it about Damon and Thea people don't like, so I took the time to sit back and listen, and basically, it's, from what I got from that space, it's not like they don't like them together, they don't like the circumstances in which they got together given what almost happened with Thea and then it almost seemed like Damon only got with Thea because Simone shut him out in the first yeah. season so yeah. it's almost as if she's being it's 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 she's like the second choice you know what I mean and yeah. that doesn't that's not good for her and that's definitely not good for him so I could see why people aren't you know, fully a hundred percent on board with this couple. Couple, so it, it's yeah. a, it's a fair point. But you know, it is it is a fair point, and I shared some of those sentiments as yeah. well. And, um, yeah. But that was that was essentially the episode, and I'm really excited to get to to get to the predictions. Thanks for listening to our review of All American Homecoming, and stay tuned for our predictions.